0: I disagree on that. That's not possible. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting the band back together. We're on ambition. Yeah. Now we've we've got a whole new list of things to complain about. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are at it again. Got myself beat here, and we're honking and running with Dixon in Puerto Rico. Yep,
1: I live literally across the street from my uh, middle school, and it just... It goes
0: crazy. Let's just say Dixon always keeps me on my toes with my editing skills. So it's, it's fun. Good to uh,
1: know. I mean, I'm not trying to be a jerk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but looking at, uh, what we are doing today, we are actually, so if, if you haven't know, if you're sorry, if you don't know, um, the Houston GTs in October and Doug in his greatness decided to, uh. To bless us with the pools so that we can you know do a little prep and a little chatting and a little talking before the tournament in october and i don't know if doug just woke up sunday morning and chose violence but my goodness these are some bloody pools even though even the setups that i'm like oh this one you know isn't as killy i'm like oh no never mind it is
1: yeah <laughs> well i mean aside from that, it's also like the tournament rules uh because like double masters is allowed but it's Ben's variant so you have to have two if you're gonna play double masters you're gonna have to like have two different partners or something uh and then the iron scorpius uh it's you know keyword block but you can actually use that master again as a second master so it's like there's a there's a couple of things that are driving me nuts <laughs>
0: Yeah, and it's gonna be fun to talk about these because it, it is interesting. We talked, we did an episode where I talked about my journey with kind of playing Arknus and Dixon getting into kind of competitive play again with his Neverborn. So it'll be good for us to kind of look at these and uh, just kind of say what we're thinking and what we think the tournament's gonna to turn up to be. Uh, just an overall perspective of this. First off, it's six rounds, so you have two strategies that repeat. But we'll talk about that uh, momentarily. Uh, Before we get into it, though, make sure that you guys are checking out all our crap. You know what it is. It's YouTube. It's Discord. It's Twitter. And then if you want to support us directly, you can also do that at patreon.com slash ragequitwire, where you can support us for as little as a dollar. You get the content early, about eh, anywhere from 12 hours to 24 hours. And then also you get the chance to listen to us live record, which gives you also the opportunity to chat with us like Jesse right now while we're live recording. So we do record at weird times sometimes, like right now we're recording at like noon. So that's good for our European uh, listeners. And then uh, for uh, state listeners, I guess today, if you uh, are slacking from work, you can listen to us if you're a patron. (laughs) And then if you wanna support us also, you can do that by going to weird site and you can go to give us your money, please. Thank you dash weird.com slash rich wire. And that kicks a little bit to the podcast. And we definitely appreciate all that support that you guys give us. So yeah, looking at this, uh, the strategy pools, they ended up doubling up on guard the stash and covert ops or not, sorry, not covert ops, guard the stash and cursed objects. So I automatically I'm just like, okay, those can be like two of the killiest Strategies because you got to sit there and then you literally got to kill for cursed objects. So I mean, Dixon, I, I just feel like we're gonna have to bring our beat sticks here. I, uh, uh,
1: I mean, looking at the round two, yeah, and I'm trying not to use, uh, like, my big big guys, but uh, I've been trying to learn Hinamatsu again. Yeah, again. Long story short, I'm going for Iron Scorpius. It is because it's for fun, and I'm gonna challenge myself that way. Cause I, I'm not, I wasn't trying to like play like as competitive as I can, right? No, nope. I wanted to do this as competitive as I can. I would just go to the table, look across, and then make my list accordingly, right? Yep. So that being said, this is gonna be my handmau drop on round two. I don't know what you think about that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we'll kind of look at round two. So, I mean, that's cursed objects into standard. So, I mean, that's a good fighting pool. But then you also have breakthrough, assassinate, sabotage, hid martyrs, and then public demo. Right. So, it's kind of weird, right? Because. You could just go straight up killy like I'm going to do cursed and assassinate and then I don't know you can pick whatever your off schemes going to be. Yeah, but I was looking at that one and I'm like, you know what cursed objects I could do something cheeky and like drop Colette there any pool. And there's a couple of these that have assassinate in it where I'm just like, you know what, if they have assassinate, I think Colette may be one of the harder masters to assassinate so I could drop Colette one and just bring some beat sticks. Like, out of keyword. Yeah. Or bring the versatiles and just be like, cool, I'm going to kill you and you're not going to get assassinate. And then I'm going to score also sabotage and breakthrough.
1: Or assassinate and one of the other two. Like, because you also have beaters in that list. Uh, Well,
0: well, that's what I'm saying. Cause I mean, Arcanist, and that's what I was sharing with, I forget who we were talking with, but I was like, man, Arcanist have a crap ton of like three, four, six damage and crap. So it's just like, it doesn't matter what master you bring. You could bring, you know, the emissary, you could bring a golem out of keyword, you could bring, you know, lohith out of keyword, you could bring whatever, man. There's just and in keyword, you still have the core if you duet with with Colette and that's a killer. So, lots of options.
1: Yep. Yep. So, I mean, do you want to do these like in order more or less? Or you just want to talk in general like how bloody they are?
0: i mean i think we can talk about just kind of what sticks out to us i mean we'll we'll start with day one okay because day one is going to kind of kick off kind of how we're going to feel in this tournament because you and i both know depending on how ra- round one and two goes can change drastically how round one and two goes can drastically change how the tournament goes so like if i just get smashed round one and then i get like a draw round two then maybe I'm not playing everything like, OK, now I'm probably not placing. So let me play stuff that I want to try or stuff that, you know, maybe I haven't played as much and I want to get some good reps in with it. So I think round one is going to be a decent start to it because it's it's just going to test your metal a little bit, right? Because it's guard the stash with flank deployment. Leave your mark, sabotage, catch and release in your face and secret meetup. So the only killy thing there is in your face. Hmm. So I feel like guard the stash, you could just kind of sit down and just kind of scheme and sit at your points and you don't have to kill in that, but there's well, definitely going to be people that do.
1: The second point of guard uh, in your face is actually problematic. So I don't know. Yeah. Again, I think you're right. I think this is more like try to get your points as, you know, As best as possible but there's two things again double masters the possibility trying to figure out which one's going to be like the harder matchup and second thing that i noticed is flank deployment so we're going to be either in the fight almost immediately because you you deployed like strictly across from the other person or you went as far apart from each other as you could
0: it's going to be one of those ones where people that want to kill stuff can but also just because it's flank deployment, you can spread out quite a bit right? and try to kind of get your schemes and stuff. Like, I, I think the round one could be very good for denying your opponent because you could just like try to displace them and just get your points here and there and get your schemes. Whereas, you know, or you could just be like, I'm going to control the middle and just dominate your life.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah uh as far as giving up points I think uh since it's guard to stash and it's you know across from each other uh, there's only gonna be a single stash in the back. usually people completely ignore it and since sabotage is in the pool I think that depending on the terrain that might be an, a very easy sabotage yeah yeah because you can get somebody like in your case Carlos even if it's outside of keyword you can just grab Carlos and just send him down the line yep He's really hard to stop.
0: yeah and i also think that depending on what your opponent brings catch and release is really good into flank yeah because you you can kind of go sneak it and then just run off i mean in your case
1: you have gearlings who can actually score and then it's if you're not playing with that five point model what are you gonna do like you're not gonna feel bad right
0: yeah gearlings are really solid just versatiles for just scheming so they're great for like if i brought a gearling or two into this you could see catch and release, you could see secret meetup, even though they don't have a great way to get you to the point, they can get there really quick, um, leave your marks and then also sabotage. They're great at sabotage. Sabotage is like yeah. a gearling special. Yep.
1: Yeah. And, and like, there are so many other, like blessed December, same thing. Cause that's one of the model. That's my personal favorite that I kept reaching for. Cause she can kill things and she can also like survive or go very, very, very far. So. Yeah. I think you're you're good in that first mission for that, the guard the stash part. So like your schemes are set and I think that's actually the yeah. easy part. But at like the guard the stash, depending on your keyword, what do you think is going to be able to, to stand up to like two BD masters?
0: Well, I got to try. I got to try Colette in the guard. I haven't tried her in the guard the stash yet. Right. Um, And I think she can do guard the stash. I just don't know how well she can do it. I've played Hoffman into guard the stash, and that's money every time. Yes, um, yes, it is. I played it last night and I bullied my my opponent, so that that felt good. But <laughs> um, uh, I could also play Damien there. I think Damien's really good at kind of sitting at a point and just kind of pew-pewing things. Yeah,
1: they do very similar things. I yeah, think, those uh, keywords do. Yeah, I think Damien has more trickery that is harder to get around.
0: Yeah, and Hoffman's more tanky.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's more direct, uh, especially if playing Hoffman 2 with the direct irreducible damage. But the second version, I mean, the first version, giving out fast in a, like like we were talking about, di- Diagonal, it makes me scared of like random models just popping out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. Well, and like I was telling you, and I, I did this last night, putting like diesel engine on a Hunter, where yes. it's like, okay, it's going to activate, it's going to go three, I'm going to do its bonus to push two, I'm going to charge six and then I'm going to move six. And then at the end of the turn, I'm going to you know push four. It's like 21 inches of movement of just nonsense on those hunters.
1: I'm trying to remember if that was the number one reason why they had to nerf the spider swarm. Because- uh,
0: I, Yeah, I think the spider swarms were just ridiculous good. Yeah, sure. but imagine
1: the spider swarm with that being
0: stat seven boosted damage from yeah.
1: moving extra. It was yeah, just super sure. gross.
0: <laughs> yeah and uh so that's kind of just what i'm thinking with that and also i'm kind of like you know i could just play sand deep into that pool uh sand deep's very flexible he can kill stuff so i could you know do in your face but i can i'm also fast enough and move really quick with Sandeep where i could still position myself very well to do all the scheming stuff and that
1: oh yeah oh yeah i think that would be the easiest for you to stand still but the hardest one for you to score sabotage though, or am I wrong? Do you have anything that's like makes it easier?
0: Yeah. Sabotage with Sandeep, you got to remember, you literally can do knowledge for all to have your model interact. So you could, you know, knowledge for all to have a model interact next to the piece of terrain. And then the academic could just walk over there and drop it for the point.
1: Okay. That's fair.
0: And you have wind gammons and wind golems. So I mean, they're just good scheme runners.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like very good in into uh, into that pool with Sandeep. Uh, very good with Hoffman, Damien, and even Colette. Like, I think something that's interesting preparing for tournaments is we both it's funny, I, I don't know about you, but I actually got a notepad and kind of wrote out all the schemes and stuff. Yeah. And I put like check marks on like what I think certain keywords could do and certain keywords couldn't do. But then I also did a faction matchup where I was like, okay, how do these keywords match up? And how do these models match up against certain factions? So for example, like Rezzers, I'm like, cool. If I go against a Rezzer, I know I'm gonna put like a arachnid probably in my list somewhere, right? Because it ignores everything Rezzers pretty much do defensively.
1: Oh yeah, oh Um, yeah. And I mean, uh, if you could also stop their healing uh, yep. I, don't think, I don't know if you have anybody in your in your, you know, little group of models that actually stops healing, but that's like one of the best ways to stop a wrestler.
0: Yeah. And it's just it's getting models like that where it's like, OK, I know I'm going to play against Guild. I probably want to play either Colette or maybe Hoffman there because. Hoffman can get through armor that Guild has and Collect can bury, you know, all those Leadline cope people. So that is
1: so aggravating, also, because if you don't have a scheme marker down, you're coming back to your deployment zone. Yeah. In that round one, oh my lord. I mean, granted, it's not corner deployment, but flank, like I said earlier, you're going to be on that corner on on those one of those two parts. Oh, that's so that's rough. That's rough.
0: Yeah. So just knowing like, the faction matchups of like, Hey, I want to bring this stuff. And then also the pool of saying like, this master is good into this pool. And here's the schemes that they're good at. Because as we get into some of these, there's going to be some ones where I'm like, yeah, this is why this would be tough for this master that I would bring.
1: Yeah. Um, I I know that I mentioned it multiple times, but like, we're going to have to start figuring out how to stop double masters. Like, do you have anything in mind that, uh, like is worrisome in my case? It's like, I need to start uh banning like foundry against uh hoffman you know stuff yep. like that even if you personally are not playing it that's the type of process that i am thinking about last night i talked to doug to like clarify some rules and then you and i when we were like talking i was like doing the thing that you're talking about but i don't write it on i just write it on my ipad
0: yeah
1: and yeah dude it's like it, it it's giving me conniptions like i was telling jesse it's like yep
0: <laughs> well, I think you got, and this is why bands benefits you know people who have more games into Malifo because when like if I play against ten thunders i'm and let's say they declare i don't know, let's just just say they declare oni for some reason right i'll i i in my mind I'm sitting there like, okay, so is this going to be that weird russian oni list or do i want to worry about not seeing some qi and gong models like bill so i would probably ban qi and gong because i hate it but (laughs) in back of my mind i would be like okay do i really want to see gwyneth in this list or do i really want to see a toto so i would think about also banning those keywords as well so you just you got to think about what stuff is going to hurt your crew more right and that's what you want to ban and a lot of times in arcanist people don't want to see foundry models they don't want to see the metal golem they don't want to see you know uh, i think i haven't gotten a ton of reps with him yet but i think neil henry's a model that people don't like seeing
1: yeah and the few games that you have played with him he has done work that almost won you the game like i still and i know this this has been a minute uh now but like when you played against Faye and you were crushing through all the underbrushes and all the un- uh, hungry lands, yeah. that was actually like really, really bad for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's something to kind of keep in mind to be like, okay, I have terrain markers. I'm playing against Arcanist. What do they have that can get rid of it? And you're like, oh, I don't want to see Neil Henry. So yeah, let's go ahead and ban Foundry. <laughs> Uh, so yeah that's yeah Yeah, jesse i think every time i brought neil henry i throw a soulstone cash on him just because that makes him even more terrifying (laughs) yeah no and and he's sometimes he comes out to be cheaper than normal because of that because i i like oh you're like soulstone cash
1: and there's three models that die within three inches of him he's now cheaper than if you had you know no he's now equal to the cost there you go
0: yeah So it depends on how, like, if you bring a bunch of little squishy models, I mean, he can, you know, like whack a mole three models just in an activation.
1: Yes. Yes. Also like the way you play specifically, I've, I've had trouble trying to kill him.
0: However, looking at these pools, I don't think there's going to be a lot of, I don't, I don't think you're going to see a lot of swarm lists in these pools. I just don't think they benefit the, like winning the games in these pools. Really? Yeah, I mean, look at—I mean, we're still in round one, but look at if you bring like a crazy like amount of scheme runners, like yeah, you're going like you're going to maybe get around with a couple of model. Actually, maybe you get away with it on flank deployment. Okay. Maybe, but some of these other ones where it's like standard and wedge, and you're just staring down your opponent, you're like those little models are gonna just not get you. It.
1: Yeah, I mean, I see what you're talking about, but like. I've been appreciating more and more changelings. Uh, I, don't, I still don't think that they're great. I think that they have very, very specifically situational things. And I sure. think this is one of those types of missions. Now, I don't think that for this pool that we have, uh, my uh, whatchamacallit, my elite crew or my mimic crew is better. I think this is going to be my Chimera drop. For literally everything that you mentioned, yeah. And also because I move things around a lot. Like, yeah, I think like Camara Crew a, moves
0: people. I think that's a great Camara Crew. You're talking you about the, the schemes? Yeah, I think I think round one, I think that's a great pool to drop Camara into.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, I was looking at it for a while. I'm like, I think this is it. Because, like, I move people around. My specific, the way that I play Camara Crew is actually a little bit tougher than normal. Because I don't bring as many beasts. I don't have like four, maybe three. I got to like look it up again. But yeah. And the rest is like trees and angry people <laughs> that are hard to take down. <laughs> yeah. So I know you're going to be banning Swamp Fiend. But if somebody, if, if I, I get, I mean, if three, I play
0: against you, if I play against you, no, see, that's I, the thing, though, I, I like, that's just that's just like familiarity of opponent. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if like I come against another Neverborn player if I would. Yeah. Um,
1: Oh, I, it, it I don't disagree with you. That I'm actually agreeing with you because I said it's like if I, this is round one, I, I'm almost 100% sure they're not going to put us together in round one when oh, we no. play all the time. That would be like sacrilegious. But uh, that being said, uh, the trees actually uh, synergize a lot with. I don't know. I, I like figured it out in one of the games that I was playing. I need to play it against you. But I, you've seen my emissary a lot, so I think you're just going to be upset. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, that was it. I, I realized that Barkus or, a as terrain yeah. and it just kind of clicked.
0: Yeah. That's what Doug was saying. It's freaking disgusting. Cause you just run Barkus in there to kill something and then the emissary just benefits from it. I did not severe.
1: I must've like picked it up from him then. Cause like I, it yeah. just somehow like came into my head. So thank you, Doug. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks for that nonsense.
0: <laughs> Hopefully I don't have to fight against it. I'm hoping I don't see Dixon in any of the rounds just because we play so much. I'm like, let's just get a sick. Unless it's like for some reason we both make top table at the end, great. But I don't want to see you throughout the entire tournament, Dixon.
1: I mean, if I see you in the mid-tables, I'm going to be very upset. Because I'm definitely going to be <laughs> in the mid-tables.
0: <laughs> we'll see. I'm trying to do a little better in mid. I'm trying to finish towards the top quarter for yeah, sure.
1: and I'm working like really hard to at least be a, a decent opponent against you. Uh, and the fact, I, honestly, the fact that there's two, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, carve. Or uh, there's only one carve, I mean. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I was, was like, hoping oh, for two carved i was like oh if there's two carved i'm gonna feel real good about yeah. this tournament."
1: no there's two curves which i technically you know if i was playing only the three keywords that we were talking about then i'd be fine but yeah like i'm just like no no i want to see if i can get it because if i can get that that uh, iron scorpius i'm gonna be so happy
0: yeah i mean round two though is straight up like a bloodbath i mean you have assassinate and you have um, obviously it's cursed objects in the standard yeah. and then you have hidden martyrs which kind of makes you think about um, whether you want to kill certain models or not so that one's kind of interesting to see yes Uh, but I do find it also interesting that you have breakthrough and sabotage and public demo there public demo I mean are you thinking about doing public demo in any of these a couple times I've tried it it I've never gotten it
1: no no this is my Hinamatsu drop and i am looking forward to it okay because i think a lot of people have forgotten how dangerous Hinamatsu is
0: <laughs> uh, not even just how dangerous she is but how dangerous that puppet list is yeah oh yeah because you have a lot of puppets and they do a lot of scary things and yeah it'll be interesting
1: oh yeah oh yeah the only thing that i, I you can bring my uh do duet I mean, you're gonna be using it. That's I already. Doug already. Uh, I already talked to him, and he's gonna be nice enough, uh, telling me, "Recording." I appreciate that. Thank you, Doug. Nice. Yeah, because I, I was like, if I can get the duet with all of the buffs that the puppets give out, oh, it's so good.
0: <laughs> yeah, this one I think you just want a solid crew because it's gonna get nitty gritty quick. you in oh. standard deployment. Real fast. So I mean, this is this is Hoffman. This is Sandeep. Mm-hmm. I could drop Damien here too. Damien's really solid as well. Yes. Uh, I am really curious on dropping Colette though. Once again, seeing assassinate, I'm just kind of like, you know, that's not terrible. I gotta try. it. Uh-huh. I'm, and that's that's why it's cool to get these early because you can test it out a little bit. Yes. So I'm gonna test it out. See how Colette does in uh, cursed.
1: Yeah. The only two factions that I'd be like very worried about Colette.
0: Uh, Is outcast and guild.
1: No, actually, I was thinking, well, you're you're thinking about Colette 2, the the smuggler.
0: Well, no, I'm talking about Colette 1 being buried and those factions having options to punch her in the face.
1: Tracking, I see now what you're talking about. Uh, Yeah, yeah, she still reduces damage by 2. That's the reason why I'm like, eh, whatever. Uh, I'm more worried about 10 Thunders. And I believe Neverborn is the other one because they ignore resistance triggers on certain setups. Oh, no, the other one is guild guilt because of executioner clause for some ungodly reason you have easy yeah. access to executioner clause and then yeah. she just dies
0: true story i mean yeah. she has serene continent so it's not nothing
1: correct yeah you're yeah so it's not like completely sold but it's annoying that she's like yeah. constantly taking attacks from these people
0: yeah so there's because i could i could play you so you could play a scheme running master like colette and then just run breakthrough, run sabotage, run hidden martyrs if you think your your opponent's going to have super bloodlust in their heart. Uh, you do have to be careful. I have seen people lose their hidden martyr targets turn one, and that is very possible in standard.
1: Yes, that is like planned out too. Some some people will just go out of their way to kill what a potential hidden martyr is.
0: Oh yeah, like if you have a significant totem, try to kill it turn one.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, that's the reason why, like, I stopped doing this against certain crews with uh, Woe. Because people were, like, locked on on the poltergeist and just murdered him. Just yeah. Like...
0: <laughs> yeah, actually, Neverborn have a lot of totems like that because you have yeah. the Snake Boy, you have the poltergeist. What yeah. Most you play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, your other stuff doesn't quite matter there. But, yeah, I, I definitely see that. So, that one's kind of a cool cool uh cursed pool i do like that one that doug made because it it, it does let you kind of flex a couple different ways mm-hmm. uh it's, what are you uh,
1: surprising what's up
0: i actually th- so for round three i think for day day one round three i think you're going to be okay with that carve pool dixon yeah be- because it has a lot of killing in it too
1: yeah uh this is my mimic pool or it should be
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure because <laughs> drop lucius 2 and just kind of in your face something
1: yeah either drop lucius 2 or that's that's drop lucius 2 if they ban uh nephilim if they don't ban nephilim (laughs) then i drop lucius 1 because i've had good success with lucius 1 because people don't expect the the giant nephilim just running around doing extra actions
0: it's true yeah and, and i'm interested in so it actually i'm a little conflicted about it because Usually I'd be like, okay, let's drop Colette here. Mm. But because of Vendetta, because the Corfee duet is a good Vendetta target. Very. Because anybody can, you can be like, oh, cool. My 10 stone beater, I'm going to do Vendetta on your Corfee duet. Uh, <laughs> yes. But also load them up because Sandeep puts out so many markers. I'm kind of like, yeah, oh, that's a good Sandeep pool because I could do load them up. I could do in your face. I could, you know do vendetta it's like sandeep can do a lot with that pool and sandeep and colette both aren't scored about scared about corner deployment
1: yeah they're surprisingly fast especially sandeep
0: yeah a lot of people don't expect how fast sandeep is
1: yeah he'll be at the midline just throwing bombs and setting things on fire
0: yep yeah. Yep, you got re- to be ready for it. And that's why I like that uh, battle report we did, Dixon, mm-hmm. where you were like, I know the viewers don't see this, but this is a killing field. And that's why I'm not in it. Yeah, <laughs> this is a minefield. Yeah. And like, all... they don't see the fire, but there's fire there.
1: Yeah. And that's the reason why I like spread out and I just started doing some crazy. I think it was the Fae. The You're talking about the Faye game, right?
0: No, that was the one where you played Yanlo.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah! Oh my god, I hated that so bad because I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, day one, I mean, how do you feel about day one's pools in general? Like, you feel like that that'll give you a good amount of getting your feet wet. You think you'll do all right? I am
1: sad <laughs> because every single one of these I could play with the the three girls that we've been practicing for months. And, and I'm so fighting that feeling, man. I'm just like, no, I'm playing yeah. number one, Chimera, number two. Like, I literally, I haven't, like, said that way. I was like, no, Chimera, Puppet, and then Mimic. And I'm not going to deviate from that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and honestly, day one, I'll be happy going two and one. Uh, and it's, it's kind of weird because when you're looking at doing well in a tournament it you i feel like if in a tournament this big you're going to lose a game unless you're just you know on a hot streak yeah so i don't know how you feel about it but me personally i prefer to lose round two if i'm gonna lose and go like four or five and one in this tournament
1: so if i had to choose i'd probably pick round one
0: Oh, you want to go right in the loser's bracket. (laughs) Yes,
1: I've had, and it it was something that I found randomly throughout the years. If I had to lose, I'd rather lose round one and then just keep on trucking because you end up in the top four easier that way. And it's kind of weird to say that, and that's a scummy way to do that.
0: I don't think it's scummy. I think it's the less honorable because obviously if you just... Because think about it, if if you win out each round, your games are getting tougher each round. You're playing everybody yes. else who has one out. Correct. So, yeah, if you go undefeated, you ran the gauntlet. If you, you know, are 5 and 1, mm-hmm. you and you get like second, you probably kind of squeaked in there because of VPs, right? So Exactly right. There because your differential is going to be higher if you're in that loser bracket earlier.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so that, never, is,
0: that is a way to think about it.
1: Yeah, I've never liked that because, like, when I was well, when I was like heavily competitive, I was going for the win. Like, I just want to yeah. go for the so I didn't care. But I noticed it by mistake. Like, it happened every now and then in Guild Ball, especially that was like the big yeah. one. Where like I would like fight somebody that's like way od, and if I cared about standing, I'll just stay in, and then I would just end up in the top four. I'm like, what the hell? How? <laughs> like, I lost the first game. <laughs> But yeah that, that's just how the math works out that being said there's also the other example uh imagine winning all the games and on the finals you lose so bad you drop out of the top eight yeah that has happened many many times i remember that was like the the could have been a contender it was a joke in guild ball because there were people that literally that happened to them constantly they were all the way to the top table they were grand finals lose and immediately dropped to like ninth place
0: yeah. It's, it's, you can't control too much of that. It's unfortunate, but something, do you have something like tapping in the background?
1: Uh, they're doing some gardening. Is somebody, be-
0: is somebody beating a child?
1: No, we, we do our own gardening, which reminds <laughs> me that I have to like grab a hoe and like start doing some work in the backyard. But like, yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, day one's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun to see how it shakes out. Um, yeah, I mean I'm excited for it. But yeah, Dave,
1: I, Dave, I gotta say though, I'm very happy about your picks because your picks are just like brimming with choices of this.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I'm pretty much settled on playing Sandy Colette Hoffman, and if I'm feeling Randy and want to make people mad and just have them get like PTSD, I, I'll drop Damien just to. You know, give people the feels of be like, I I hate Damien so much. How is your carve the path with Sandeep? Good,
1: good. Okay, because like I, your round three looks like a Sandeep for me. And I think we talked yeah. about that last night.
0: Yeah, I've I played Sandeep a bunch, uh, a bunch into into carve. Load him up's a little tough though, because the carve can clear that out. So you got to be a little careful with that if you choose it. But Sandeep poops out enough that i think it's usually fine
1: okay uh, spread them out is a little harder
0: spread them out is hard with sandeep it's like if if i bring sandeep unless i decided to bring like two windgammon or or grow them up into windgammon i don't know if i could do that one as easily because it's just tough
1: honestly um, i thought that the two that you're gonna pick was in your face of vendetta yeah the,
0: those two are it, i mean those. The problem with In Your Face and Vendetta though, is I feel like In Your Face is actually tough for Sandeep because Sandeep's usually not that close to models for then your beaters to kind of like benefit from. Yeah, and since it's their corner, master is usually. Yeah. In your case,
1: yeah. I've seen that you, when you throw your golems at people, like the, the enemy master is like surrounded by like beaters. Sure.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it, like yeah so th- I mean, that plus, honestly, the uh, the Shastar guard's also a good target for Vendetta because oh, they're pretty good at sneaking kills when they need to.
1: Yeah, they're like, oh, you're at one
0: life. Chuck a disc.
1: <laughs> it's yep. so frustrating.
0: And then, uh, yeah, so Vendetta is pretty decent. Set the trap is pretty decent because I can just kind of chuck out markers and stuff. Um, I could just, you know, be like, cool, I'm going to go there, interact and I have these ski markers, pick them up. I score. Yay. So yeah, that's a I think it's a good sandy pool. I could still run Colette into that. I would just I think it would just be if I play Colette there, it's kind of using the Corfy duet as bait to be like how hard do you want to chase after this model? Because I, every time I've played it with Vendetta, people usually do pick it against the duet and they like run crazy. Like I saw you send half your crew at it. Like you're like, I'm getting this vendetta point. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I failed to kill it by like two health or something. And then I went right back to like six. Yeah. I was so mad. (laughs)
0: I'm so mad. So day two, I'm feeling pretty good with. I actually like the pools for day two. Yep. You have guard the stash again. You have cover and then you have uh, cursed objects again to finish off the day. So but the deployments are wedge standard and then you have corner curse, which is always interesting. So how are you feeling about guard the stash round four? It's got breakthrough vendetta sabotage hidden martyrs and public demo.
1: That's whoa. That's just whoa. Yeah. Okay, Yeah, that's that's strictly whoa. Uh, I have to be careful with the hidden martyrs, like I said, because of everybody and their mothers, if I pick it, they're going to kill Poltergeist. So I have to like memorize not to take it. <laughs> <I am. laughs> but that was Scream's Woe well to me because it's like Wedge. So it's like right there in front of me. And you already know how much I like slingshotting my master into the enemy crew. Oh uh, uh Yeah. So, so yeah, that's that Scream's Woe well to me.
0: Interesting. Yeah, this one I'm not. This is actually one of the ones that I'm kind of more conflicted by than anything. Really? Yeah, because it has Vendetta in there, so I got to kind of be careful about that. I have a lot of expensive models in most of my lists. Okay. Because in all of my lists, Colette, um, Colette Damien, Hoffman, and uh, and Sandeep, I, have, I, I can guarantee there's almost a 10-stone model in all those lists, so Vendetta is just a problem. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm kind of like, Hoffman's really good there depending on the matchup. Uh, I do got to test Colette and to guard the stash. I think she does have some play. And then uh, Sandeep could run that pool. I mean, honestly, I could solo Sandeep this tournament if I really wanted to.
1: Don't do that. I I thought about it. I'm
0: sitting there like, you know, I could just body Sandeep here and just run it all six rounds.
1: I mean, let me know if carrying models, it becomes an issue because I'll just drop down (laughs) to the three girls or one girl if necessary.
0: (laughs) Be like, Dixon's bringing too many models. I need to not bring models. No, that's not, I can fit. I got all my keyword in my bag, so I don't have to worry about it. I just wanted to make sure. Cause like literally it's I'm looking Not an issue.
1: Yeah. Cause I was like, Hey, all right, I'll try this thing. If not, if it's not an issue, but like, you know, I'll try iron Scorpius If not a problem, <laughs> but. Yeah, you know, that's like, not a problem.
0: All no, right, man, so, I got, a, I got, I got a whole KR bag over here for you. So you actually have room to add models if you want to. Holy moly. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, no, I, every, I literally, every single one of these missions, I already have the masters. I'm working on the secondary part literally because of all the extra stuff that we have to keep in mind, like bands, double masters, like in time, those are the three things that are very important right now.
0: Yeah. And it, that's another thing I'm, I've been practicing on the clock. So that's been really good. I've been staying pretty tight with it. So yeah, even with Colette and Sandy so <laughs> my opponent was like, well, you might have some trouble with Sandeep. I was like, I don't know. I play Sandeep pretty quick, so I don't usually have to worry about that.
1: Oh yeah. No, like the, it's been night and day, bro. Like the, from the first two games that you played to now, uh, you play. Like Sandeep very, very fast. Your, your yeah. slowest turn is still turn one but that's well, yeah. because of setup you're, and then after that you're, you're just, just doing more
0: thing you're just doing more things turn one you're doing more concentrates on turn one which is you know when you do a concentrate turn one it's giving you usually like three or four things that trigger off of it correct so yeah it, uh, turn one's going to be slower and even then i still got i gotta time it to see how fast i have it yeah but i gotta i gotta down pretty fast probably within six minute turn one yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I, I think that's actually, it's, it's within like six, eight minutes that I clock because I clocked you and I was like, yeah, that's not bad.
0: Well, I think the biggest thing is if how many shockwave tests I generate, because apparently the shockwave tests are on my time. So that's a little frustrating. But...
1: Oh my God. I did not test that on your time. I tested that on my time. Yeah. Yeah, because that is so dumb. I'm so upset about that. But it is what it is. We just is. I'm
0: generating the action, man. I'm punishing myself there. No, no, but
1: you, you get my point. You generate the action, and you're supposed to pass it to the opponent. But I understand the reason why they do it on you is because you have to pick the order that they resolve.
0: Yeah.
1: So you got to be like, okay, this model, flip. This model, flip. <laughs> left, this...
0: Or, left or right, top to bottom. Let's go. That's
1: exactly what I do. And I still... It's, oh, it's so annoying.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, I, I mean, like I said, I, I feel comfortable enough to drop Sandeep in all these, all these pools. So my opponent definitely should not be shocked if I do so. Uh, what about, uh, covert, covert ops? This is the first time that we see it in round five. It's standard, got some killy stuff there with assassinate. You got catch and release, load them up, uh, public demo and in your face.
1: Yep. This is Hagatha all the way through. Yeah. So yeah, yeah.
0: So it's for sure, for sure. Now, what are you going to do if you come across a matchup that throws up your, like, ideal picks or the terrains really bad? So this is the number one that I was chukwide. This is the number one where I was, like,
1: very worried about double masters because you can't obey double masters. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out if the title is going to be better or not, and I, I have to, like, gauge it. Uh, but that's it. That's literally the only matchup that I, I foresee being bad. What else do you had in mind?
0: Well, I didn't. So, I think if you'd brought Zoraida 2, I don't know. Are you worried about terrain at all with Zoraida? Because she doesn't ignore it, but most of her crew does.
1: No. No, I have multiple ways. I've been using the Kurgan as a taxi ever since people and their mothers have been trying to murder it. Gotcha. It's like, all right, Kurgan's not a fighter. <laughs> they try to murder him all the time. Like, literally. He, he might. As well I, I kill it every.
0: I kill it every time I see it.
1: Exactly. So like at one point in one of the games, I, I used him as bait and I put him on the on the completely opposite side of the map of of your beaters. And I think it was a Damien game, and that yeah. was the only way that I could play that model.
0: <laughs> yeah, because you were just like, if he gets anywhere near Damien, he just melts.
1: Yeah, exactly. So those are my two worries. Uh, honestly, though, what do you think? Like, I I just. For your sake, I'm trying to figure out if this is the Colette
0: one. Oh, yeah. I think I could play Colette here. I could play. But is it the Colette drop? Uh, So if I dropped Colette here, she denies the strategy really well. And it's standard, so it's easier for her to deny. It's not like I did cover in a flank deployment. And I denied that strategy hard. And that was wide going flank. So standard, I'm like, man, Colette can just just bodied this center of the board just say Um, no (laughs) and then assassinate once again against most crews it's going to be tough to assassinate collect because of serene continents and then her uh her berry mechanic and then catch and release is an interesting one i feel like i could bring one of those tiktok boys for that if i wanted to uh also maybe an out of keyword cheeky hunter hire that would be fun uh let's see here load them up she's not as big on uh Just because the disguised markers or whatever they're called, if I brought Colette two... The decoys. Yeah, the decoy markers, thank you. Uh, You can generate two a turn, so I mean, theoretically, you could get it like turn four or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, on the enemy side, yeah, a little bit more
0: difficult. Yeah, that's the thing. In your face, I think she could score, because she actually does some decent damage if you bring the second version and yes the first version she does do three damage so that's yep. something i guess
1: and your second point is your core feed the way it makes it all the way to
0: the. <laughs> that's impossible they could never get that far across the board
1: yeah i'm trying to figure out <laughs> if like if it would be fine for them after they reform i'm assuming yes yeah i think so yeah it should be but i i, I want to verify first but yes because i'm definitely yep. like trying to do the same thing on, on my, uh,
0: the killie one. Yeah. And I want <laughs> I'm going to try building some Colette lists that can kill masters. So I'm going to see if I can put yeah. something together for yeah. that.
1: I, I just assumed that you were going to do what you were doing with Cavalier, which was, uh, just basically throwing people around. I remember yeah. when you were playing Cavalier, I did play your double masters and you were able to fight it off. Yeah. So with Colette, it should be about the same, right?
0: Yeah, i think so presto change is really good yeah um and your sword trick yep sword trick bury them. yep i do like burying colette herself and then her just popping up and saying surprised you're distracted <laughs> throwing <laughs> sand in people's eyes yeah
1: like a Cha uh
0: once again though i could easily pit, play plays sand or hoffman there so I just got to kind of feel out the scheme pools a little bit to see which ones feel better.
1: Yeah, if you
0: played Mei Fang,
1: my god, I literally everything that I see on this is Mei Fang. Just screams Mei Fang.
0: Yeah, I mean, I could play Mei Fang if this, I played her, but I'm not going to. That's my
1: point. It's like at this point, it's already too late. But like, I think that's actually and this is another thing that I'm doing is I'm trying to see what is going to be like potentially. One second. What is going to be potentially hard matchups, right? And I was like looking, and I only have one, which is Mei Fang on this mission specifically. Yeah. And I don't even know which one's worse, Mei Fang in Arcanist or Mei Fang in Ten Thunders. But she does everything. She assassinates. She catches and releases because of survivors, because of you know X, Y, and Z. Like there's so many picks in that faction in both factions actually, and load them up, dropping scrap markers everywhere. Public demonstration. I never take it. I don't expect anybody to <laughs> take it. Yeah. And I'm in your face because how many times have you put even the stupid metal golem all the way into my deployment zone
0: yeah that's i i actually was like sandeep's really good into this pool he yeah. knew all those things
1: right and my take would be do you feel comfortable being able to play against her especially if she also grabs a hoffman because again double masters
0: i mean if i saw if i see um, fang. an arcanist may fang yeah or you know an arcanist you know hoffman i i feel like whenever you see those you ban foundry and you ban um augmented so i i, I don't give that a chance and it's not as good as it was um just oh, because absolutely. they changed it right so yeah. i honestly now it's like it's okay but it just it doesn't synergize nearly as good as it did
1: yeah, yeah, and and that's the reason why I ask. I ask it because if you feel comfortable, then fine. I personally am still trying to figure out if this is because, like, I, I feel good with Hagatha, but I don't know if I can deal with Mei Fang, especially if I can't remove the scrap. Because yeah. if I don't find a way to deal with the giant robot, the scrap metal robot, I can't. I mean, remove if them. you,
0: I mean, if you play the second version of her, mm-hmm. you can definitely remove the scrap at least. A, a couple throughout because doesn't one of her actions, target a marker and you draw cards?
1: Well, that does exactly what I'm talking about. I don't think I can actually do that with the giant rope. I forgot the name of the giant scrap. Oh, You're rope. talking about
0: the, you're talking about the Rock rockhopper.
1: Rock hopper, thank
0: you. It has to be close enough. I think it's only within six. You can't remove them. Correct. So
1: that's my worry. My worry is I play against somebody that's good enough to like put the scrap robot and play it sufficiently well that I can't like do whatever I want to it.
0: Yeah. I mean, at that point, though, you just take like bad juju and kill it, though. Hope, hopefully.
1: I, have, <laughs> I do have problems killing things that have armor, too.
0: It is armor, too.
1: Yeah. I'm playing against you. That has been very obvious that I have problems <laughs> trying to kill things with armor, too.
0: All right. And the last round is cursed objects in corner deployment. Vendetta, leave your mark, spread them out, set the trap, and secret meetup. If I was a betting man, I would say this is your fey drop you know that (laughs) this is it the time
1: for titania to crush the
0: enemies (laughs) that is it is such a titania pool it's just like your corner deployment so you know you like being kind of quick and stuff you have some distance because you know titania likes to kill not right in your face but she can like if she finds the opportunity, she'll jump in your crew and like make it hard to kind of deal with her. Oh yeah! But she can also just sit back like eight inches and just be like, "Cool, I'm gonna start picking off some of your stuff." God,
1: it's so good.
0: Oh, and so she and she can jump to underbrushes. That's annoying. Yeah,
1: well, she creates it and then jumps to it on the opposite yeah. side, and, and it's a whole thing. I, I love, I love all the tricks that she has. Uh, but yeah, um, I still again need to figure out a way to deal with double masters i think if you bring uh theory or the giant vampires and you bring the yeah. Onceli engine that's a huge issue for both woe and Faye. yeah not so much for soraida for some reason
0: yeah if i'm looking at this i think this one see and once again i'm kind of curious about playing cursed and collect because i'm just like Spread them out is there. So I'm like, I could run that easily with Colette and then leave your marks there. I could deny that and get that with Colette. It's like there's a lot of options here, but honestly, it this may mostly screams Sandeep to me. Just because Sandeep's fast. Sandeep has some range stuff. Uh Sandeep can, you know, punish models from far away. You can punish them close. And you can slingshot your golems up. The wind golems a nightmare. So, there's a lot of stuff I can do with Sandeep, and then i don't know i don't i don't know if I can run Hoffman here. It's just corner corner curse for Hoffman can be just really rough
1: yeah, you don't particularly have a good way to move forward you you basically have to get the watchmen to help you move forward
0: yeah, and that's just them moving forward, and the watchmen are. Decently tanky for a five stone minion, but they the, still. I, I
1: meant the, all of them, not just the gearlings. I apologize. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I
0: mean, I mean, J five can push your models around. That's four inches. That's, I mean, I don't yeah. know if that. I don't know if that gets you that far up the board, um, because then at that point you have to double walk. And I mean, honestly, if you're playing Titania, you probably just sit back with the emissary and just blast robots to death, and probably bring angel eyes and snipe models. So. I don't think that's a great way to do it, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's cool for this tournament to see how it's all going to shake out. And I'm pretty excited for it because these are pretty, they're interesting pools. They, they don't cater to one style, but definitely I feel like aggressive crews are going to benefit from playing well.
1: I absolutely, I think the hardest thing about curse objects for me at least is Alpha striking because of the yeah. corner of deployment like we've been talking about. But you've seen me rocket things with the Kurgan. And since it's uh, corner of deployment, the Kurgan also has the advantage of safety because distance. Yeah. That being said, though, you have many, many, many ways to get past the midline. So I'm just, you know, wondering if there's somebody out there that's going to do the same to me, especially with like Nephilim.
0: Yeah, and it, it is definitely... Curse is going to be tough round six, but it's also good because your brain's going to be kind of shut off. <laughs> so you kind of just like let me just go kill stuff.
1: Yeah, if I see my own pillow fort rule or list in this, I'm going to be very sad.
0: Yeah, which Does, one?
1: Uh, I only have
0: oh, the story right. one.
1: I have four, but the story one. Yeah, let's go with the story one.
0: Because yeah, yeah, if I see lot. the
1: story one, I'm going to be very upset.
0: like how do i kill this i can't do anything (laughs) exactly right
1: oh so
0: so you're going for iron scorpius i am not
1: no and that's the reason why i want to make sure that i like i practice also things that you're going to see something similar because again big worry we need to learn bands we need to learn double masters counters and we need to make sure that we don't get counter ourselves yeah. That's it. That's the only three things that I'm worried about.
0: Yeah, and it it I'm just not doing Scorpius this year. Last year I did it and there were times where I had to drop a keyword that I wasn't that I didn't like onto the board. Like I didn't like the terrain or I didn't like the matchup, but I felt like since I was trying to do Iron Scorpius, I basically had to do it anyways. Right, right. <laughs> so this this year I'm just like, nope, I'm basically picking three to four keywords, and I'm gonna pick the best matchups for each one.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I wish you like all the success for real, cause I'm gonna have fun. And I'm just, if I lose, you know, if I go three and three, I'm gonna be happy. If I go four and two, I'm gonna be shocked.
0: Like you go, like I'm gonna go into it and like, yeah, I wanna compete and I wanna try to, you know, win this thing. Um, But if, you know, I catch a couple losses, then it's just kind of like, cool. We're gonna have fun. Uh, I'm still gonna try to win these games and finish decent, but you know, the, at that point, the pressure is off and you can kind of enjoy things a little bit more.
1: Yeah. I, I again, if yeah, I'm I'm, pre- I'm not expecting uh, anything other than we're just gonna enjoy ourselves because honestly, it sounds like you had a blast last year.
0: Oh yeah, a ton.
1: And I get to meet you know a lot of people in the comp- in the competition in the community. And yeah, I'm just excited about that more than anything else.
0: Yeah, it's not, that's definitely going to be fun. I'm not going to do, basically, I'm just playing in this main event and maybe Friday, depending on, I, th- I think we're, I think we're hitting the links with Westbrook Friday. So I'll probably get one casual game in on Friday just to kind of, you know, just to play and hang out at the store. Yep. But uh, yeah, besides the random game and the tournament i'm not i'm not doing any of the side events i might do karaoke we'll see how that goes <laughs> what's your what's your go-to karaoke song
1: oh my god uh i guess i see a little silhouette of a man's got oh, a, a
0: rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite the one dixon can you get get your voice up that high
1: no i don't know I still if try to I, hit notes that are similar, yeah. but not that high.
0: Oh, if if I do karaoke, I'm gonna do some straight up Johnny Cash.
1: I might actually do, some, do Johnny Cash's cover of "Hurt."
0: Do some like uh, do do like a Ring of Fire or something. There you go. Or a boy named Sue.
1: I like that the most. I think out of his That's a fun uh, one. actual songs, yeah.
0: Folsom Prison is also, Folsom Prison is probably my favorite song from uh, from Johnny Cash.
1: See, I think, I think I just got spoiled on that song because of The Offspring, because I love The Offspring and they, they, Folsom Prison is a destination. It's like, <laughs> they're, they're singing Walla Walla and for yeah. some reason, it's just, I don't know. I, just, I like the different song for some reason more.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see how that goes. But anything else you want to share, Dixon, about pools or matchups or anything else before we get up out on air?
1: No, I. There's a lot of things going through my head. Like I said, if I find anything that's crazy, I'll let you know.
0: Yep. So I think anybody <laughs> going down to Houston definitely, uh, definitely get ready. It's going to be a fun tournament. It's going to be a lot of good players, a lot of fun people, and uh, it's, it's just going to be an entertaining time. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, until next time, make sure that you guys are flipping cards, the tables, and we will see you all later.